Hey, Ducks fans, as you know, there's no sport like hockey. With the fast pace, the fights, and the highlight real goals, cue Connor McDavid embarrassing Morgan Riley. Blech. Come on, that was a nice goal. <laughs> there's no better way to enjoy this sport than also by betting on it. You guys understand the game like nobody else, and you can turn your knowledge into cash with my bookie. No other sports betting book gives you more ways to win than my bookie with the best payouts and better odds than any other sports book. Of course, they have more than just hockey. For example, you can bet on the current NBA season, UFC fights, and more. There's a little something for everybody with MyBookie. So, Nate, if you want to join right now, MyBookie will give you 50% bonus on your first deposit. So, let's pretend I'm MyBookie. You All give right. me $100. Okay, here's $100. Thank you. Now I'm going to give you $50 that you just give back to me. Awesome. There you go. There you go. Now you got $150 to 150 play with. $150, bucks, and I only spent 100 Yeah, exactly. Awesome. So... If you want, my bookie will give you up to $1,000. Of course, you got to have deep pockets for that. You got to deposit $2,000 to get that, but still $1,000. I, I can't afford that much, but I could, I could probably do like the 100 one. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. To use this offer, you can visit mybookie.ag. That's M Y B O O K I E.ag and use the promo code THPN, as in the Hockey Podcast Network. Again, that's mybookie.ag with the promo code THPN. Play, win, and get paid. Now, here's the next episode of The Quack Report. Hello, welcome back to the Quack Report. Nate, how are you doing today? Not too bad yourself. Not too bad. Well, shall we just... Oh, wait, I forgot. We have Steven with Who's us. Who is this guy? Sorry, I work for a living. <laughs> uh, someone has to pay the bills out of all of us here, so, you know. <laughs> how are you doing, Steven? It's been a long time. I'm good. I mean... I thought you died. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, you guys let me out of my cage, let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> so, you're like, it's, been, it's the first day of the... Or, well, not the first, but it feels like a month since I've been on, so... Once a month is now. So my I think it has been a month, hasn't it? Probably, yeah. Something like that. It was like yeah. before Christmas. <laughs> no, I was here for yeah, one you were, episode you were here beginning in January. January. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that you missed, so that's why you don't remember. Uh, yeah. It's been a long time since we've had all three of us, that's for sure. That's true. So, yeah. Um, well, let's get into the this first game here. Uh, a loss to the Montreal Canadiens. A... Or Canadians, sorry. La Canadians. La Canadians. As I put that in the outline, yeah. I don't know if you guys know. Every time it was, it was supposed to be the Canadians, I always put yeah. La Canadians. I know, I know that we're Canadian, but our, our French is not. not that uh, no, no, no. <laughs> so, we're sorry. I, th- I think you took the most French out of all three of us. Yeah, and it's still fucking awful. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, a 3-2 loss in overtime to the Canadians. Uh, we saw right. Uh, oh, I almost said Ryan Gibson. That, that's not right. I wonder how good Ryan Gibson, Gibson John would Miller. be. <laughs> <laughs> we saw John Gibson in net for the Ducks. He faced 27 shots, stopped 24 of them for an 889 save percentage. Obviously, Carey Price was in net for Montreal because who the hell else would you have? I don't even know. I don't uh, even know who their backup is at um, this point. It's been such a carousel this they've year. They've had Primo, they've had Kincaid, and they've had... I don't know who their other one is. There's another one who's... Isn't it like Lilligren or something like yeah, that? Yeah, something. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it starts right. with an L. Yeah. But Price stopped 37... Or faced 37 shots, stopped 35 of them for a 9-4-6 save percentage. You know Montreal wants to see more of this for the rest of the year, and we're like, where has this been the entire rest of the season? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Price just trying to drag them to wins, which yeah. he kind of... 
almost did or well he did and almost didn't do <laughs> yeah <laughs> in this game but uh nate and i actually both predicted three two scores um both of them both of us said a win found it no we didn't no. get it we oh. said win, so. i'm sorry I preserve those going, for special was, moments. Those for the three two. I predicted though. a three two loss in overtime. <laughs> oh, bullshit. Yeah. Uh, but you said Miller, so you're just stupid. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe it's Eakins that's stupid because we lost both of these games. Maybe if we went with my goaltending predictions, we could have had him. Doubtful. Yeah, very doubtful. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's get into the first period of this game. So Ducks get a power play early on. They hit the post once, get some more good opportunities, but Carey Price just being the Carey Price that we, as Canadians, know and love from years past. So The Americans hate him. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> Ryan Miller was just seething on the bench. Yeah. <laughs> so mad. The Canadians have a great chance as Jake Evans, in his first NHL game, manages to slip through the Ducks' D, gets a breakaway, uh, but Gibson comes up with not one, but two big saves on the play. Gibson's like, your first goal is not going to be against me, bud. Yeah. Not a, not a, not a chance. No. Nope. I'm trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> hard for you there, man. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Uh, late in the first period, La Canadiens get a two to one break again. Uh, but John Gibson makes a great save on Nate Thompson as they put the rebound just wide of the net. And still in the first, the Canadians are on a power play and they get some great looks, but Gibson is staying strong. Suzuki takes a shot from the point. And at the same time, a Canadian Canadiens player slides in front to screen Gibson just enough so he doesn't see it, and the Habs are up one to nothing. It was uh, Gallagher who jumped in front of Gallagher? Gibson there. Okay. Yeah. So Gallagher being Gallagher. Yeah, <laughs> smart play for sure. Just Yeah, it was a nice shot. Beat him up high. Nothing you can do. Yeah. Take penalties. Yeah, Suzuki was, was great uh, in this game. Yeah. It hurts to say, but he was. like, Yeah, he's going to be a good player for Montreal. For he sure. already is because like, Montreal yeah. doesn't have a lot yeah, of good been, players. And he's been but. ramping up over the last like few weeks as well, even more so. Mm-hmm. We, but, just, we just had a bad time to play yeah. against them, I think. Uh, but bless John Gibson in this first period. Like, ah, it could honestly, have been a lot though. worse, honestly. <laughs> what was that? I had a shiver, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it just came over me. <laughs> but yeah, I know, again, Gibson is a godsend for this franchise. So, like, if if not for him, we would not. We'd probably be at like the level of Detroit, like maybe able question, to get forty points. Yeah. Do they? So with the trade deadline coming up, do you think Gibson might get traded? No, no. So, uh, it'd be Miller before Gibson. No, because Miller. I think. Yeah, I don't think with them being trip. a rebuilding team. But at the same time, Gibson's just like young enough that you can have him for quite a while still. It's tough to say, like. The return would have to be huge for Gibson, yeah. and they'd be have, having to get like a good young goaltender back. As well, well so. with this draft class too, there is a couple of goaltenders yeah. in there that could. Yeah, I mean, no, goalies are always a risk. You'd, you'd have to have like a guy who can make an impact now, a first, and like a goaltending prospect or something like that, like just yeah. as a minimum to start. Yeah, no, it would. I, I don't think. I, I mean, it might happen, but it, it's very rare in my opinion we'll see you heard the, you, you heard the you seem to be pretty good at like the hot takes actually happening so <laughs> now, now i'm kind of scared now what, that you said what, that what hot takes have i predicted uh, just just lots just yeah. <laughs> i don't think they're hot takes i don't even know I where predicted. to start <laughs> going on to the second period of this game early in the period the canadians dump the puck into the duck zone takes a weird bounce and gibson has to stay sharp as he sweeps the puck to the boards away from danger so again bless john gibson He's going to be great on one. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Midway through the period, the Ducks now dump the puck in, put on some good forecheck as Raquel picks up the puck. They start behind the goal, find Silverberg in a soft spot of the D, 
and he just one-times it to beat Price, ties the game at 1-1. to This is one thing I've loved to see from the Ducks in the last few games is that they're dump and chase and strong four check leads to lots of good opportunities yeah for sure and that yeah that's something we've, we've talked about for weeks and it hasn't been like anything off the rush necessarily it's been get in there set up and get going so so that was silverberg's 16th goal of the season and assist go to raquel and larson on that one later on in the period nick suzuki gets another chance as he dunks as he, he dances around three ducks players <laughs> as he ducks around three dance players <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, and Gibson has to stay strong on this one, but yeah, he just embarrassed like three of three of our top it, defenders. It there. was Lindholm for sure. I saw God. Lindholm for sure. Yeah, I think uh, Manson got embarrassed a little bit, or maybe I'm thinking of a different the next game or something. But maybe yeah. There, and then uh, who was it that came in? I think it was Brownie came in to to try and help out, but help just out. Could, and yeah, Suzuki was like, nah. <laughs> so again, <laughs> bless John Gibson. This game would not stay tied up for long as Ilya Kovalchuk, who, oh man, has he been on fire, gets the puck and he starts to go around the net, tries to pass it in front, and it just goes past everyone in front. But it does find Gallagher alone in the slot. He just lets go a shot to beat Gibson five hole. Um, and yeah, now they are ahead by, by one, two to one. <laughs> Kovalchuk was like, I saw what you did there. I'm going to do it too. And that's, <laughs> yeah. But, um, and then with, my only thing with the Gibson on this play is because he starts to like get set for it going all the way back to the point, I think. And then the shot just goes five hole on him as he's yeah. getting up and he's like, oh shit, and starts to go back down, but it's too late. Yeah. yeah. It's more of a reactionary thing than anything, but. Eh, well, I mean, do? if if it would have went right to the guy in the slot, not like. Because yeah. it kind of went back up over the hashes there, and Gallagher was just like, all right, yeah. easy. So I think that's where Gibson was like, oh, let's go back to the point. But if it was in the, if it went to the guy who was like right in front there, um, I think Gibson would have still been down on his knees and would have. Yeah. Uh, late in the period, uh, Derek Grant is not liking what he sees. So he decides to become the elite center that we know he is. He wins a faceoff in his own zone and Lindholm just throws it around the boards to elite center Derek Grant. Beats his man to the puck, as he does, because he's elite. And the Canadian's D falls, giving him a breakaway. However, Price comes up with a big-time save. So he tried his best. Wait, wait, question. Are we saying uh, Derek Grant's elite? We I, are. I, yes. I, did, I didn't get that. You didn't? You didn't? Okay. <laughs> no, no, Maybe just, I should say elite more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I also haven't been here in a month, so I, I have yeah. to remember that he's elite. <laughs> yeah, you don't forget that he's elite. No, I didn't no, forget. forget. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to the third period here, elite center Derek Grant is not happy with how that second period ended, so he wants another chance. He gets it, and this time he buries it as the Ducks enter the zone. Rowney loses control, and it goes back to Grant, uh, who then fans on the shot, goes back... No, no, no. It's the other way. So Grant gets into the zone. He loses control of the puck. He goes to Rowney. Rowney tries to, take, tries to take a shot. He fans on it. It goes right back to Grant, who just is like, ah, oh, here it is. <laughs> one tees it. Just like, I think he just like threw his, not throw his stick, but like just one hand chops it. <laughs> yeah. I was like, if he throws his stick, that's a penalty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like not throwing his stick, but like, and Price is not expecting the shot. It goes five hole on him. Yeah. Yep. There you go. Got you. Thanks. Yeah. I, as I was reading this, I was like, this this is not what's going on. So. <laughs> I know Rowney and Grant did stuff, but yeah. like, it's not in his order. Um, that was Grant's 12th goal of the season and assists just go to Rowney on this one. So we got a 2-2 game. Canadians start to put pressure on, but Gibson is there for the Ducks as usual. All this pressure eventually leads to a Habs power play and they end up hitting the post on that one. 
Still on the power play, Domi runs around the net, or skates, I guess. Runs? Skates? Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's just the way you say it, right? Like, yeah. Skates around the net, but like... He, in, goes, he in, goes around the net. There in, the ma- in the time, like when you're actually watching the game, you'd just be like, oh, I running guess yeah, it goes. Yeah. Run, running around, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but he finds Armia in the slot, who takes a shot right away. But this time, Gibson is there to rob him with the glove. He's not letting any sneaky plays get past him this time. Uh, late in the period, Silverberg has a chance to end the game. He finds Raquel alone, but Price does the two-pad stack to deny him. And, uh, yeah, the Ducks just with all the pressure in the last couple minutes there trying to get this win um, without going to overtime. So, But carry fucking Price. But carry fucking Price, yeah. I mean, at least the Ducks got a point. That's true, yeah. Like... Can't complain about a point. Just watching, well, yeah, watching some of the last games and like just seeing, I'm, I look at the scores and I'm like, well, Ducks lose another game. They lost by one goal. Was in regulation. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> like just get a point at least. Yeah, exactly. Get a point, finish like 10th in the standings and that's how you get the first overall pick. Yeah, exactly. You so, sneak your way up there. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. you know, Detroit's going to get fucked and end up getting fourth. <laughs> yeah, but, pretty much. Um, so in overtime... Ducks win the faceoff first, get possession early, uh, but they don't really get a chance. Canadians get the puck. Petrie and Suzuki on a two-on-one. Petrie, being selfish, uh, keeps the puck. Not like Suzuki's <laughs> hot. Not like that would be a great pass to make. Uh, and Petrie ends up beating Gibson on what was, uh, unfortunately, a perfect shot. Goes bar down. Game over. Suzuki goes up to Petrie right after and just goes, you asshole. Yeah. <laughs> As when you watch the highlights, you see Suzuki has two guys on him and Petrie has a clear shot. Which is why he should have made the pass. And then the Ducks get the puck, go back the other way. Different I, game. 3 2 win. Oh, so it's selfish of Petrie to score. I exactly. Yeah, exactly. Got you. Scoring yeah. is I, a selfish play. Got it. Okay. Yeah. I thought you were saying that because he didn't pass it to Suzuki and Suzuki didn't get the goal. He was being selfish. I mean, that too. Yeah. He didn't give it to the Ducks, but got you. Yeah. Sorry, my yeah. bad. How long has Petrie been in Montreal now? Too long. Yeah, exactly. It's it's really uh, you know the the Quebecois culture is really effective. Excuse <laughs> you, the Quebecois are great. <laughs> you know they gifted Colorado a cup. Fuck you. I'm gonna get shanked. <laughs> Fuck yeah, you. you. <laughs> uh, all right. Anything else to say about this game before we move on? Fuck you, Nate. <laughs> Not about this game, but okay. <laughs> what happened to your New Year's resolution? I'm being sorry. <laughs> it just happens. Oh man. All right, well, Nate, let, I love you. <laughs> let's move on to the second half of this back-to-back here against the Toronto Maple Leafs. This one was another overtime loss, this time 5-4. to four. So Ducks tried a little harder, got a few more goals, but still couldn't quite get her done. Just overall, like even just like looking at the score, I'm very actually surprised at the amount of effort that was actually able to go into this game because they're on the second half of a back-to-back against like what you would consider a harder team. Yeah, so. no, for sure. Um when we talked about this last one, we were deciding, oh, do we see Hutchinson or whoever the third string goalie is in Toronto? I've already forgot his name. Yeah, um, and it was like right after you oh, sent right, the pod- like the episode <laughs> off, yeah. then Jack Campbell got traded to Toronto, and we're like, yeah. well, that changes it. Yeah, we're not going to bother re-recording it, but <laughs> yeah, Jack Campbell ended up in Toronto. He actually started this game um, just the next day after being traded, faced 30 shots, stopped 26 of them for an 8.76 save percentage, and... As you always truly predicted, we would see Ryan Miller in this one. So uh, he faced 35 shots, stopped 30 of them for an 8.57 save percentage. Overall, good outing, but just lots of goals, uh, high-scoring game to bring down those stats a bit. Yeah, the last game was definitely a goalie battle. This game was just the goalies getting shelled. <laughs> I um I read 
It was actually it's. This is the second time that Kyle Dubas has traded for Jack Campbell. Yeah, he did it uh, when he was the Windsor, GM in yeah uh, in Windsor in the OHL with uh, the Windsor Spitfire. Oh, it was the Windsor Spitfire. I'm ninety five percent sure. It was I thought Windsor. it was the Soho Greyhounds. Maybe it was the Greyhounds. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I think, he was the GM of the Greyhounds, and he traded from what from Windsor. I that's think. where it is. Yeah. yeah, I knew Windsor was involved. Okay. Yeah, and then um, <laughs> hi Windsor, <laughs> but also Kyle Clifford, who was also in this trade. Kyle Dubas was his uh, agent at one point too. Yeah, yeah. so actually, it's like uh, first, first client, agent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And then so. Clifford's also from Toronto, like the Toronto area, yeah. isn't he? So uh, you could say that Dubas maybe likes Campbell and Clifford just yeah, a little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah. It's all right. They're not really going to help Toronto. Toronto's struggling. Yeah. yeah. Uh, not yeah. in this game, but in just not, not in this game. <laughs> well, but, kind but, of in this game. I mean, if if you let in four goals against the Ducks and have to go to overtime, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Struggling. <laughs> yeah, especially with the the team that they have on paper. Like, oh man, <laughs> best team on paper. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was gonna man. say best defense on paper, no, but best you team. best team on yeah. paper. Okay. <laughs> uh, in terms of our predictions, Nate predicted a four-one loss, and we, that we would see John Gibson. So, uh, how does it loser. feel to be wrong, Nate? It's not the first time. <laughs> yeah, I predicted a four-two loss, and uh, Ryan Miller. I uh, so I wasn't much better. But. I predicted a five-four loss in the Shut overtime. With Miller nice. and that. I'm proud of you, buddy. Thanks, man. You also predicted Jack Campbell, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I saw the trade, and I'm like, hey, the game hasn't started yet. This is my prediction. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Kyle Dubas called you and was like, "Oh, hey, we're we're trading for Campbell, so make sure you predict him." You guys are tight, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Me and Dubas, me and Dube, we yeah. go back a long way. You and Dubi and Eakins <laughs> all go for beers every every Saturday. Oh. <laughs> and <laughs> and <laughs> moving <Cut>. on. Yeah. <laughs> so in the first period of this game, uh, early on, the Leafs strike first. We got Matthews, Marner, and Janssen on the ice. I mean. You know what's going to happen. Shit. Come on. Uh, <laughs> they just go to work making some sweet passes, keeping the Ducks D guessing, just running all over the place. Marner eventually finds Janssen, and he just buries it. So Leafs up one nothing. Just that's, Miller, what else like, are you going to do? <laughs> Miller thought Marner was going to shoot because he was like right in the fucking slot. Yeah, prime exactly. Shooting. And then he's just like, nah. Yeah. nah. And Miller's like, oh, fuck me. Pretty much. Uh, midway through the period, though, the Ducks get some offensive pressure. Fowler takes a shot. It ends up just wide, but the Ducks regain control. It ends up back at the point with Fowler, who makes a slap pass across the ice to Deloria. Really nice fake by him. Really nice pass, just right on the tape. Deloria makes no mistake, buries it off the one-timer. Deloria's just second goal of the season, and assists go to Fowler and Henrique. That uh, ended Deloria's 31-game goal streak. So oh, Nice. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> I, so he's done for the year. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, I really don't expect Deloria to get offense, but when he does, yeah. uh, I like it. I mean, I expect him to, like, my idea of the fourth liner is someone who gets, like, 20 points maybe. Yeah. That's, like, a really solid fourth liner, I think. So him only having two goals. I mean, this is the next team we talked power, about. Yeah. And like your top line only has like 40 points. So it's, you're not sitting there, but yeah. Uh, And then late in the period, the Leafs enter the Ducks zone. Ducks just lose track of Gauthier, who then tips the puck in towards the net, but it is robbed by Ryan Miller. So uh, again, Ryan Miller. Miller came up. Yeah. Praise Miller now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So 1 1 at the end of the first. Uh, Really can't complain about that against Toronto. In the second period, the Leafs are on the power play early, and Matthews finds Tavares alone in the slot. Uh, Tavares takes his time and beats Miller with just a perfect wrister on the far side. So, two to one. Yeah, I've kind of got caught puck watching. Yeah. Just a little bit. Yeah, the, 
this power play will make you pay like every time if you're not careful. So, well, I mean, not every time. Almost every time. Sometimes they make mistakes. <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah. Are you foreshadowing? I am foreshadowing. <laughs> <laughs> right after the goal, the Leafs come in and Kapanen gets a good chance, but he just can't beat Ryan Miller. Praise Ryan Miller. <laughs> Leafs go to work on the Ducks and they are dominating play, but Miller is keeping his team in it, making big saves on the likes of Marner and Matthews. Both great with great chances to extend the lead, but can't do it. Praise Ryan Miller. <laughs> Ducks get a power play, and late in that power play, they put Campbell to the test, and he comes up with some key saves. Not praise Campbell. <laughs> Fuck Campbell. <laughs> and at the end of the period, the Leafs' big three are back at it again. The Ducks turn the puck over at their own line. Tavares finds Marner. Then Marner finds Tavares, and then Tavares finds Matthews, and you know what happens there. Brace Miller? No. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Course, yeah. Yeah, no, that, that did not happen this time. <laughs> Tavares, Marner, and Matthews makes some magic happen. Yeah, this is actually right after the duck, that Ducks power play, and Tavares is out of the box. So yeah. He took a penalty somewhere doing something. That dirty Tavares. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So uh, three, three one at the end of the second. Is that right? That is correct. Okay. So moving on to the third period here. Early on, the Ducks start to push the play a bit. Campbell makes some big saves to keep the lead, looking like the Leafs might win this trade early on. Oh, you're training with LA. Of course, you're gonna yeah. fucking win this trade. <laughs> <laughs> like LA's got. Who did LA even get back in this trade? Uh, picks. Trevor Moore and two picks. One is a conditional. Yeah, so of course the yeah. fucking Leafs won this trade. What the fuck are you talking about? I don't know. You never know. Those picks might turn into Lafreniere. You never know. No. <laughs> Unless Lafreniere drops down to the third round this year. It's not happening. <laughs> or the Leafs miss the playoffs, win the draft lottery, pick Lafreniere. But, uh, yeah, no. Shut up. Shut up, Carter. Do I'm not, put, do not put that juju in this. I, do, I really do not need that hot take in my life. <laughs> So in the third period, the Leafs are on the power play trying to get into the duck zone, but a good defensive play by Carter Rowney as he stops a pass and he finds Max Jones on a breakaway. This is where Steven's foreshadowing comes in. <laughs> and Jones goes backhand to beat Campbell, cut the lead to one. Jones with the shorthanded goal, seventh goal of the season and assists go to Carter Rowney on that one. And it was his nice defensive play. Nice defensive play by Rowney. Jones's goal, though, that was actually disgusting. That yeah. was. That was such a nice move. Yeah, not many goalies would are going to save that. Except maybe John Gibson. Praise Miller. Praise Miller. <laughs> Practice is a great thing. <laughs> is, is that going to be our new thing whenever Miller plays? He'll just make an easy save. Praise, Praise Miller. Praise yeah. Miller. <laughs> so the Ducks are on the power play now. And taking a shot from the point, it gets blocked. But the Ducks keep the line and then keep it coming. And Kasha takes a shot that is stopped by Campbell and falls to Henrique, who just bats it out of midair into the net, ties the game up at 3-3. Three to three. Um, The Leafs complained there was a high stick, but when you watch, it was Muzzin. Muzzin just likes to complain. Pretty much, yeah. But as you watch the uh, replay, it's way below the bar. It's like, like waist level. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not even close. It, but still disgusting. I think this is... Like the second time this year we've seen Henrique bat the puck out of the air? Yeah, at least. Yeah, yeah. he's got some great hand-eye. Yeah. Second time that he's batted out for a goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's like, what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Um, there, Yeah, I think, because wasn't the other one, I know there's the one where 
someone did it on a power play, but they're on their ass and they batted it out of the air. I don't remember who that was. Yeah, I don't though. remember. I know the play though. This was Henrik's 18th goal of the season, and assists go to Kasha and Terry. Oh, this was the one where they celebrated hard, and you can hear them go, "Fuck yeah, yeah. let's go, boys!" <laughs> yeah, well, they tied up the game, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, that was great. Late yeah. in the period now, the Ducks turn the puck over at the Leafs' blue line. Kapanen finds Spezza, who fakes the shot and then takes one at an insane angle that somehow beats Miller high short side to give the Leafs the lead again. Uh, just threw Miller off, but uh, so, like, he wasn't really in position. But how that shot still went in just blows my mind. I know. It's, yeah. I did see a thing on uh, Reddit earlier today that uh, – was showing how Spezza actually scored this exact same goal on Miller like 10 years ago. Like, same move and everything. Mm-hmm. So Back when Miller was in Buffalo, too. Yeah. yeah. Is that foreshadowing <coughs> to the fact that they're playing Buffalo right now? Cool. Yes, that, that's exactly where I'm Yeah, playing. as we're recording, yeah. they're... Updates, they're up the, 3-1 uh, when Ryan Miller is in net for this game. So Halfway through? Halfway through the second. Nice. Halfway through the game, technically, yeah. too. <laughs> uh, so, in the last minute... Oh, no, getting ahead of myself here. Late in the period now, Ducks turn the puck over. Nope. No, you're good. You're good. I was, good. Good. Yeah, I was okay. like, what the fuck are we talking yeah. about now? Spencer did it again. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it, Spencer. <laughs> the exact same move, too. Yeah. So, last minute of the game, and the Ducks pull Miller for the extra attacker, and it manages to pay off. Fowler takes a shot from the point, stopped by Campbell. The Ducks find the rebound and just jam it home to tie the game up. Elite center Derek Grant is credited with this goal. His second of the game, 13th. No, not second of the game, is it? No, no, he no. got a goal in the other game. Yeah, the other game. <laughs> blended together. I know. When I saw him score again, I was like, oh, he scored, he's, yeah. he's on a scoring streak right now. But Yeah, his 13th goal of the season and assists go to Cam Fowler and Captain Clutch. Okay, now here, here's Woo. a new question for you guys. Do you think E-D... Wait, no. E-C-D-G? Yeah, E-C-D-G. <laughs> yeah. Do you think he gets traded? No. No, no chance. I had a dream last night that they did, yeah. and I was so livid. I was so mad. I was like, he's like probably one of the best players on the team. Yeah, but that's why I think he would get – he's also like if he goes to – I could think he could get traded. I'm just trying to – I mean, his value is high. But who like, do you – with this Ducks team, because we've all – I've read that uh, they're thinking about taking on cap and like mm-hmm. for picks and stuff. Who gets traded then? I don't know if you guys have covered this. I haven't been here. We have. Um, I think we talked – Delorier was yeah. one, or we let him walk, one of the two. Um, I could see Kasha maybe going. He's been okay, but not great. He's shown a lot of promise. I think his value is high It's right been now. kind of a rough year for him. Yeah, I think so. he could go somewhere as a, a good depth forward with not a lot in return, but maybe some some higher picks. Cause I, I don't With them being rebuilding, I don't know. Like I could see – I could potentially – and I know you guys are probably – and all Ducks fans are not going to like what I'm going to say here – but I could see Raquel. Uh, it's possible, yeah. I could see Raquel getting traded. I could see maybe Fowler on the move as well. Potentially, yeah. Um, to make Lindholm, because Lindholm is showing some promise this season. Well, Lin- I can see that one potentially, but at the same time, that's trading your top defenseman at the moment. Fowler or Lindholm? Fowler. Okay. Yeah. I just, well, because like, I know Lindholm and Manson, I think, are playing on that top line right now yeah, for defense. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what happens, but. Yeah. Yeah, I honestly don't know. We got what two or three weeks till trade deadline, so yeah, there's, there's still some time. Fifth, I think it is. Yeah, so that would be yeah, or twenty fourth. I think it's the twenty fourth. It's a Monday. That'd be two weeks then. Two weeks, yeah. okay. Two weeks as of tomorrow, and then you'll hear us crying about all these trades. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. pretty much. Uh, so let's wrap up this game here. Well, we gotta go to overtime. Yeah, overtime. 
Tavares gets a great chance early on to end the game. He is left all alone in front of the net, but praise Ryan Miller, Miller <laughs> praise him. Praise him. Yeah, just outweights him, makes a huge glove save. Ducks, unfortunately, though, take a penalty in overtime. That leads to Tavares tipping the puck past Miller in the dying seconds of overtime, and Leafs win, but still get the point. So. Yeah, like I said, the point's going to get you Lafreniere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anything to add about this game to, to wrap this up? Praise Miller. Praise Miller. Praise Miller, but also you take a penalty against Toronto in overtime. Yeah, you might as well just head to the locker room at that point. Well, it was close. I hate to like, say it. Like, it, it, was there, close, there, it was maybe 10 seconds left in the game, and Tavares had a chance earlier, I think, yeah. too, mm-hmm. in that, and Miller. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. Uh, Miller had a great game for sure. Do you think that's maybe why we're seeing him in, in Buffalo here tonight? I, I feel like it, with it being Buffalo, though, and him playing for buffalo for so long i feel like it's just just a oh hey play against your old team if this is his last year it makes sense yeah okay because yeah they only that, play the east twice yeah, the, once there once at home yeah so, so that that's even I could with see that, that that's why i'm wondering that's if it's his, it. if it's his last year mm-hmm. uh, like if he's maybe just like quietly decided or he's like leaning a lot more towards he's gonna retire because yeah otherwise i don't really See why else? Well, so. Buffalo's not that good of a team, so I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No offense, Buffalo, but maybe they're trying to showcase Miller to ship him at the. Mil- the they're not trading. No, they're Miller. not trading Miller. I don't think so. No, no. he's he could have got traded last year. He won't move. He they've asked him if he'd be willing to move, or if they would trade him or something like that. And he said he doesn't want to be traded out of Anaheim. Okay. And yeah, they respected his wishes. Yeah, because there was also potential ties between like him going to Toronto at one point as well like when like goalie names were floating around for a backup position but yeah but like his name when anyone talks about a backup now Miller's name gets thrown around yeah so so but yeah no that got shot down be like because he doesn't want to move or that sort of thing yeah. so I think we talked about that in the last episode maybe but. I don't remember <laughs> <laughs> all right moving on to some news here the Ducks have recalled uh Sherwood and then they reassigned Sprong uh Sherwood didn't last too long up here. I don't even know if he he played. Um, he, he might have just been like <laughs> in the stands. I like how you look at me. Like I would know, and yeah, I'm like <laughs> Sherwood or Sprong. Sorry, uh, Sherwood. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then uh, they. This well, was just uh, today, I believe, or yesterday. They recalled Mahura and Guli and then reassigned Sherwood. So, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's okay. So Sherwood literally yeah. did nothing. No, yeah. These moves were one or two days apart. So, yeah, I, I don't think he really played. Um, Sprong didn't get any action, to my knowledge, either. No, I no, think no. Sprong played one game. Yeah, did he play yeah, one more game? Did. Yeah. I think he played against... I think he played against Toronto. Um, I, I'll let you know if you just yeah. give me a couple of seconds here. Um, he didn't play against Montreal. No, he didn't play against Toronto. I feel like he played no. in that game before then, though. So Montreal, Toronto against Ottawa. I think Ottawa. I saw him in Ottawa. No, I thought he just got recalled by that at that point. No, he didn't play against Ottawa. So I don't no. know. Yeah, so I think he just got recalled and just for an extra of, body on the road trip, yeah. kind of. Yeah, that's no, possible. I don't know what it is, though, with the Ducks and like, kind of just ragdolling Sprong. Oh, well, every team's done it. Like, Sprong, I don't know. You I, Maybe Sprong's just not as good as, like, he's very hyped for a prospect, or he was. But yeah. maybe he can cut it in Pittsburgh. I don't where He's been in Pittsburgh. He's now here. There was somewhere else that he was, too, I'm pretty sure. No, I think it was just Pittsburgh in here. I thought so, there was one other team. Yeah, he seems to do great in the AHL, but up here, like, 
he's okay, but not like outstanding. So I just don't know if he needs a little bit more time or like there's just a few things he needs to work on. But I don't know. Yeah, like, I, don't know. I guess kind of the same thing as to what I said last week. But like he hasn't been like the time that he's had up in Anaheim this season at least. He hasn't been great points wise, but he's at least been like a presence on the ice. I've found so that's why I'm kind of going like, what the hell is going on here? Like figure it out. Yeah, no, like that's why he's not bad. I think he just needs. There's just a few things that he needs to work on to like hit that next level, and I just yeah. don't know if it's ever going to happen. So. Yeah. He might yeah. just be a third liner, though, because like, from what I'm reading here, in 2018-2019, he played 47 games with the Ducks and got like 19 points. Yeah. So he could just be a potential. This year, he's only played eight games and has two points. So Yeah, that's yeah. no, true, too. Where right. in the AHL, he has 25 points in 32 games, so who, who knows where he's at. Yeah. All right, shall we move on to some upcoming games here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was like, do you guys not want to? <laughs> I, I was just being quiet because yeah. the way you asked it, I was like, I want to say no. <laughs> uh, so first upcoming game that we have here is Tuesday, February 11th, Ducks versus the Blues. First game back at home for the Ducks. Sorry, you said their name wrong. Who? It's, it's the Booze. The Booze? The Sorry. Booze. <laughs> this game is 7 Pacific, 10 Eastern. Last meeting was a 4-1 to loss against the Blues to tie the season series up at 1-1. to I uh, just want to throw a fun fact. The first game was a 4-1 to win for the Ducks. Oh. So it's been 4-1 games both times. Nice. So in that case, I'm going to predict a 4-1 to score. Oh, you already did that. <laughs> <laughs> you can predict a 4-1 to win. I could, yeah. That's true. Spoiler um, alert, I predict a 4-1 to loss. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Nate, do you want to give us the leading point scorers for the Blues? Yeah, sure. So leading the Blues is David Perron with 54 points, Ryan O'Reilly with 49, and Braden Shen with 46. Nothing to say about that. Just going to rattle those off and then not. I'm just going to rattle, rattle those off and you guys can talk for a second. Well, I mean. Um, yeah. I think. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> like those are. Ryan O'Reilly is just being Ryan O'Reilly. Yeah. Although Braden David Perron is actually kind of surprising. Yeah. Like, he. Where did he come from? Um. St. Louis. Well, you see, when a man and woman love each other very much. <laughs> no, I was going to say St. Louis, uh, then Vegas, then back to St. Louis. Yeah. He's, he's he, went, so he, he went somewhere else in between St. Louis and St. Louis, so I don't know. Yeah. Dude, he was in Edmonton for a bit. No, yeah. He, I think he started his career in Edmonton. No, I'm pretty sure he was in St. Louis, St. Louis Edmonton, Edmonton, St. Louis, Vegas, St. Louis. Yeah. He just has something with St. Louis. Okay, it's working well, out for still him. not what I was asking. But like, I mean, <laughs> since when is he good for 54 points and better than Ryan O'Reilly? Uh, Perron has 23 goals and 31 assists, if you want the specifics on that. Okay. I, I think Perron's overrated. I mean, is 54 points overrated? Nah, He's I, leading the, the defending Stanley Cup champions in goals uh, overrated? Yeah, but like if... Okay, let's say... If Tarasenko's playing... Perron does not have 54 points. He's been a... No, he's got 60. <laughs> no, he's, he's not on that line with them. He's not on the top line. Yeah. He's not. He's getting like his normal minutes. I think he's benefiting with playing with a really good team around him. Like, David Perron, when he was in Edmonton with no one around him, was absolute fucking trash. I mean, well, Edmonton was trash. Was trash. <laughs> yeah, but that's what I mean. No one around him. Yeah. When he was in Vegas, he was decent because he had good players with him. He's been decent in St. Louis until he's been on this top line. I just think everyone's overrated. I'm still kind of salty that he made yeah. the, the fucking all-star <laughs> game too. So like, but also that's what I'm saying. Like, where did he come from? Like, he's not supposed to be this good, and all of a sudden he's leading the defending cup champs. He's the not team that's this the good. top of the central. He's not. He's not. <laughs> <laughs> <Are> you okay? 
it's the blues i kind of very salty (laughs) i I do not like the blues so yeah no i can tell um you know peron is playing with ryan o'reilly so i mean ryan o'reilly should have more points than that but um how dare you talk about ryan (laughs) o'reilly like that (laughs) fuck you like only 49 points in what 50 some games like come on (laughs) get good it's not even a point per game pace like (laughs) 56 when are you gonna retire Whoa, whoa, I'm just, I'm okay. just kidding. I'm sorry. All right, let's let's cover back here a second. Yeah. Take about it, like it's take about ten percent off there, bud. Yeah, if you're if we're talking about point per, people not being point per game players retiring, shouldn't like all of Edmonton retire? Shouldn't all of Colorado retire? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Okay, <laughs> but should we just like re- retire everybody in the league? Just make like two teams of all stars and just have them? No, because the then it'd be super boring. Because the all star games kind of suck. Yeah, no, I know. It's not like other sports where everyone actually cares and loves the All-Star game. NHL is like, oh, we'll parade this. And everyone's like, fuck, I don't give a fuck. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. You care more about the skills competition than you do the actual game. I hate the skills comp, too. It's such like a show. Like They (laughs) they just hype it up so much. A shit show. (laughs) They hype it up, and it's absolute trash. Yeah. Like, it's... I guess it, we haven't. It used we, to be had, really good. we haven't talked about this with Steven yet. That's why she's like, "Oh, we have right now." <laughs> <Yeah>. Sorry. <laughs> also, we're making a, great time, so we can just like go yeah. off. <laughs> I'm giving all my like opinions on. The, if you follow us on the Shooting Around Show, which we're going to be recording after this episode, I oh. will. Fuck oh, boy, is that gonna be good? <laughs> <laughs> I will be going off about everything that I've missed. Maybe. Who knows? That'll what. just be the top of the show. I'll put yeah. that in the notes. Yeah. What does Steven think? Yeah. <laughs> That's our new statement. What does Steven think about everything that happened over the last okay, so month? Okay, so you know what, okay, let, we'll keep up with the All-Star game for a second here, but let's relate it back to the Anaheim Ducks. Starting off, Anaheim doesn't have a representative at the All-Star game. They Go. technically do, but like, fuck that. I you think mean Wild Wing? <laughs> <laughs> no, fuck Wild Wing. <laughs> they technically did. I think it's bullshit that the, because Silverberg... Like, no, congrats on Silverberg for having his kid. I understand him not going for that reason. Yeah. I think it's bullshit that they gave. Who did they give it to? Hurdle? No, it wasn't Hurdle. It was um, Pacioretty. Oh, yeah, because Hurdle replaced Couture. Yeah, Pacioretty. Pacioretty. I think that's bullshit. Like, I think you hype with this up for every team in the fucking league to have a representative. And then, oh, yeah, I'm not going to be there because I'm going to have a kid. Oh, okay. Let's go down the street to fucking Vegas. Yeah. Like, fuck you. I think they've only done that one other time as well, like, since they've introduced well, didn't, it being that way. Wasn't there someone else who, like, there? I thought there was another team that didn't have a representative this nope. year as well. No, no. Nope, it was just Anaheim. Motherfuckers. Yeah, really. I think it was fuck Mont- you, Ben. I think it was Montreal a couple of years ago, actually. I could be wrong, though. I don't know. I don't know. But I know, like, I know Colorado usually has one. <laughs> slash two. <laughs> slash three. Only yeah. in the last couple of years, though. Unless so, they're like, all injured, so, like... <laughs> But then McCarr will show up. So like, yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so now go t- for the rest of the All Star Weekend. Go. I, okay, well, I thought we were going to do this on a shooting around show. We, yeah. we will. I'm just like relating it a little bit more with Anaheim. <laughs> you, if you want to go like a full dive, listen to the shooting around show. What, I just okay. like a, just, what do you What do you want from me here? Oh, for the uh, what was your favorite event from the skills? Your least favorite event? Um, I stopped watching the skills comp after the women's game, okay. so I, I stopped caring. So the first. The, it's all just so boring and slow now. Like, my favorite event was probably the fastest skater. And that was the first one. That's the first one. <laughs> um, fucking. Did you see any highlights from the whatever? What's it called? The shooting stars? No, okay. I didn't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, That's I think okay. good. you would have hated it. You would have just that lost would have been your, your that would have been your your least. My other thing was that, like, I understand it was in St. Louis, so they're trying to parade St. Louis, but it just. 
got so annoying in my like this is me being an avalanche fan yeah. coming out here and like not really liking <laughs> the blues but like it got so annoying every little time that no, st louis did something no, i agree yeah like and it was like biddington makes a save yeah best player in the league <laughs> fuck yeah it's like shut up yeah I don't give a fuck. Well, speaking of Jordan Bennington, uh, Nate, do you want to rattle off his stats since we're playing them next? <laughs> I'll try to. I'll just, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're on the same yeah, wavelength. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure, why not? So, uh, yeah, you got Jordan Bennington there, the starting goaltender uh, for the St. Louis Blues. Uh, he has played 19 games as a eight. Oh, no, no sorry. No. I'm looking at Jake Allen's there. <laughs> I was like, uh, 40, started 40 played games. 19 games out of 50. Yeah. <laughs> First Four. off as well. Allen's played 18 games, so where the fuck did you get 19? I'm looking at the uh, at NHL.com. Okay, because on here it has, unless he just played another, oh, maybe the game last night. Yeah, I think he played last night, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, okay, so Bennington has played 40 games, has a 24, 10, and 6 record, a 2.66 goals against, and a 9.10 save percentage. We also have Jake Allen, who's played 19 games, has a 8-5 and 3 record, a 2-2-6 goals against, and a 9-2-5 save percentage. Maybe I'm just dumb. Maybe it was 19. Because yeah. yeah, all stats all, are the same. So. Everything else is the same. I'm like, <laughs> Unless he let in exactly 2.26 goals. Yeah. <laughs> it's play? just a chip like They chip played last puck. night. Who did they play? Couldn't tell you. But it, Jake Allen was in net, though, because I, I do know that. Um, uh, no, Jake Allen's last game was against Edmonton on January 31st. Yeah, no. I guess Steven's just... Stupid. <laughs> they lost to uh, Dallas in overtime last night. Oh, so, nice. yeah. That's yeah, I happened. was Bennington in that for that one. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because fuck Bennington. He can't get 35 wins. <laughs> I mean, he's only 11 <laughs> away now. He's 11 yeah, away. but he's played 40 games, and there's only, like, what? There's, like, like 25, 30 games Yeah, left? 25 to 30 games left. Dave played... Probably closer to 25. 25, 11 wins in 20. That's doable. That's possible. It's yeah. doable. It'll be close. <laughs> It'll be very close. But I feel sure. like you got to play... I feel like that's overworking Bennington. Yeah, especially if you, if you want to make a deep cup run, like you're going to see say, a lot more of Jake Allen. Let's see here. So tw- let's say that they have 25 games left. I'd give Biddington, if I was a coach with this team, I'd give Biddington 18 starts. 18? So to win 11 of 18 is, is a lot. It's a lot, and that would put it's him... It's possible, though. It's just a lot. It, yeah, and that would put him at 58 games played this year. That's a lot of games played as well. For sure, And yeah. after a deep playoff run and them coming, trying to make another deep playoff run. Mm-hmm. I think... Especially since Allen's been better, you have to kind of go half and half yeah. with these next ones. Like, Try and go, go like 12 and Binnington 12. Binnington plays two, Allen plays two. Binnington plays two, Allen plays two sort of thing. Or like, yeah. I almost think you go play two, like Binnington plays two, Allen plays one. Yeah. Because you still want him to get the reps like in or that sort of thing. And Binnington seems like the kind of guy who thrives on playing more. Yeah, but we don't. We were just talking about how you don't want to play him more if you want to make that deep. No, maybe so when it gets closer to like the end to of the season, you yeah. you start playing him a bit more. So yeah, like you to get him, him into it for sure. In yeah. him into a playoff mode, but like, yeah, yeah. Um, so Although, with that like, said, who do you think we we see Bennington or Allen in this game? Yeah, there's no back to backs for St. Louis, so it could be could go either. I'll go with Bennington. Okay, I'm going with Allen. Yeah, I'm going with Allen too. I think we saw Bennington last time. I don't remember. I but I think we did. Um. Well, let's get to the predictions here. I predicted a 4-1 loss. I think the Blues will win 4-1 there. Uh, I said a 3-1 loss. I'm saying a 4-2 win just because I want to be different. I mean, that would be take. wild. That would be... That would be insane. Uh, sure. That would be ducks. I, I yeah, <laughs> that doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> that would be... Same. That offends me. Get that off my fucking screen <laughs> right now. Winnington. Winnington. <laughs> Questionable. All right. Thank you guys for listening. This podcast is a production of the Hockey Podcast Network. If you want to listen to more podcasts from the perspectives of other teams, 
There is a different podcast for each of the 31 NHL teams, all with their own feeds now, so you can go check that out. You don't have to scroll through the, the massive feed list anymore if you don't want to. But if you do, if you do, then sure, like it. it. Work you out your to fingers. Shows, go for it. Work out your fingers. I need it. Yeah. All these episodes come out every Monday and Thursday wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow us on Twitter at Quack Report Pod, and you can follow the network at Hockey Pod Net. If you would like to hear more from us, be sure to listen to our own show, the Shooting Around Show, with new episodes every Monday wherever you get your podcasts. And you can follow our show on Twitter at Shooting Around. Stephen, what's the update in the Buffalo game? Uh, it's three two at the end of the second for the Ducks stuff. So okay. Sounds good. Well, thank you guys for listening. Go Ducks, go. 3-2 final, 4-2 final. Doesn't matter. Let's just get a win. Quack, quack.